Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced Twi'lek and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're gonna get wrecked. The riding on the sky on fire. Heading to the edge of the empire. Your number's up and now you gotta pay. Running from the heroes of the Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, the Sky on Fire set down on Slehoron to make the delivery. Berwin negotiated a solid offer for both the Spice and Doba, in spite of the deceased status, and the bounty was closed. This did not conclude things with Thakba the Hut, though, as Cav stepped into the conversation and proceeded to negotiate a deal to build a custom protocol droid for a considerable amount of credits. When things finally wrapped up, another surprise presented itself in the form of Vistrano, a friend from Cav's past. Will the party continue their habit of incorporating unsuspecting passersby into the crew? Find out in this week's episode, Adopt Your Local Doctor. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures in the Fantasy Flight game Star Wars RPG line. Currently, we have an intermission episode. And... We are currently using the Edge of the Empire core rules. I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. This Gand is called Cav. Cav is a droid tech aboard The Sky is on Fire. Cav forgot to write a special intro this week because Cav is still nervous about whether Thokba will take Cav up on Cav's offer and Cav is still worried about Vastrano. Cav's Pantoran friend who used to be called Ensamo, but earned a better name in the intervening years. That's exactly what happened. I'm Barrowin, the captain of the Sky on Fire, and I am going to use my cut of the credits to punish Cav for not knowing the ship's name. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> it's yeah. funny, because I think part of that is actually true. Yeah, I'm not lying. I don't lie. When you lie, Cav, you kill the truth. Which is worse than killing a person. That's how Salonians think. Salonians are weird. One card. The master. One card. The star. One more card. The idiot. I am Billy, played by Leslie. And I am Britt, who is playing definitely Anselmo. Absolutely. That's absolutely my name. No, it's actually Pastorno. I am confused by your designations. That's a there's, a... there's a lot going on there. Very well. That Pintorn's name is Vistrano Anselmo. It's obvious. N- no, no, Cov. It's actually Vistrano Till. So Vistrano has three names. No, no, no. The, that is unprecedented. Just just pretend the, the Anselmo never happened. I think that it might be easier. Cav is even more confused. I'm really sorry. To learn more about our characters, we get one hero to ask another a question. Today, we'll get Barrowin to ask. So, uh, Vastrano, if that is your real name. Yes? How did you find yourself taking up, uh, medicine? 
I assume you didn't just uh, accidentally do whatever it was you did to Cav. No, of course not. Back on my homeworld, it's it's a very illustrious um, job to go into. And, you know, my parents wanted the best for me, so it was said that I was going to be a doctor from a very young age. I can't imagine they uh, figured you'd be a doctor for a hut, though. They didn't figure a lot of things. Yeah, sometimes parents do that. No, my parents are lovely people. I actually shouldn't have said it like that. They're... no. Um, don't get the wrong idea. My parents are, are, are wonderful. I, I'm sure. And to remind our listeners and our players of what the Destiny Pool is today, it is Too Light and Too Dark Side Pips. So, with this being a bit more of a free-form thing, as people are sort of going to different parts of the sky on fire waiting for a molt to swing by and discuss things, because, well, molt, there's a Rebo scene that I'm wanting to call. And that's as Berwin and Billy are sort of going in their separate directions. Rebo's going to stand up and, not exactly timidly, motion for Berwin's attention. Uh, what's up, Rebo? Uh, Miss Berwin, um, with what we did over the asteroid and what we were doing inside the asteroid, I... Please don't take this the wrong way, but... You don't want to stay on the ship. Yeah, I don't want to stay on the ship and be sitting around. I feel like I can do things. I can, I know I can pilot. And I know I can astrogate. If my skills are being used, I am very happy to stay on the ship. But if I'm just to be a passenger, then it probably would be better for my skills to be used elsewhere. I think we can talk about some kind of uh, arrangement of employment, if that's what you want. Oh, oh, yes. You've been so kind to me, and you've helped me away from such a nasty situation before. No, the, to be employed here, that would be very wonderful. You are all so kind to me. Hmm. Um, all right. Then we definitely could use a navigator, and I certainly wouldn't mind having a co-pilot that doesn't run into things. <laughs> so, well, everyone gets, uh, you know, a cut of our of our bounties and income from jobs. We can start cutting you in on that. A reasonable percentage, something, you know, commensurate with your skills. And as we go, uh, you can take on more responsibility. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. If you would like, I could show you my skill with flying a ship. And I'm pretty sure you've already seen my skill with astrogation. So I look forward to showing you in the future. Thank you very much. You don't worry, I'm sure soon enough we're going to have a uh, pilot training day. Reba will look around, seeing if Cav is within earshot. Yes, that does seem to be a good idea. If you want to help me out now, and Dart... We are going to need to get in some uh, repairs on the hull plating. We can probably just hire some people to do it, but uh, somebody will need to keep an eye on things. Well, most certainly. I will most certainly get people in to make sure the hull plating is clean and good for us. Thanks, Rebo. I'm, um, I'm glad you decided to stick with us. And see. Okay. So, as uh, Christine was pointing out, there's a lot of cab ones in here. 
Some of them are Ben picking on Kev, and other ones are not. Okay, so do we want to jump into a Kev scene? Uh, that's kind of what I was thinking, at least for right now. Has Kev received Kev's uh, Imperial Peacekeeping license, or is that still something to come? Yes, Kev has received their IPKC. The, gan- or the guild's bureaucracy works pretty quickly. It's almost like there was a bounty hunter that is part of the guild that was in the audience. Then, uh, then I think the place I would like to start is with Barrowin. Where once Vistrano, I'm guessing, is like headed back to the palace, uh, Cav will go ahead and like put the hat down and uh, uh, take the newly delivered license or the cer- or the printed off certificate or whatever it is uh, exactly in, in physical form. And we'll go to, we'll go to seek her out. Uh, Barrowin is in her quarters right now. And then Cav will go in and come up and like, Cav goes to like try the door chime, then remembers it's busted and just like knocks on the door. Come in. Cav opens up the door, s- sort of stands awkwardly in the doorway. Uh, come in. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Cav steps inside. The door closes behind Cav. Uh, Barrowin's quarters, she's, um, She's just taken off some Salonian headphones. Uh, I don't know how they fit around her ears, um, but, <laughs> but it's Salonian headphones. Uh, it's like cat ears. Well, but like they have to, I, I imagine they must like sort of sit on top of her head, like cup over the ears or something. Yeah, I'm just sort of figuring that they've got like the hairband type thing with cups that sit over the ears. No, earbuds are too small for the Star Wars universe. <laughs> point <laughs> nothing nothing is that miniaturized and she is uh sitting at like, the, the sort of small desk that um is crammed into a corner of the room even even her quarters are not very large on this thing because this thing isn't like a luxury yacht or anything like that um and she is tinkering with uh one of a small collection of model spaceships that she has on a shelf what can I do for you, Kev? Well, Kev is no longer Barrowin's apprentice as of this day. Kev has earned Kev's Imperial Peacekeeping Certificate. Well, congratulations, Kev. That's, uh, that's been a long time coming. <laughs> y- yes, this, this Gand has been working towards that for several years. It does raise a question. What kind of question? Now that Cav is a bounty hunter in Cav's own right, Cav was hoping that Barrowin would consider taking Cav on, not as an apprentice, but as a partner. Um, Barrowin will set down the half-built model HWK-1000. Well, I think we can work something out like that. Uh, Junior partner, of course. But, um... Of course, Cav uh, knows that Barrowin is you know, the owner of this guy is on fire. Still not his name. R- really? What is what is the ship's name? Did the ship's name change? Let's um, you know, let's talk about that later. Cav, if if you if you are happy staying here and continuing to work together, then I, by all means, we should be partners. That is very much what Cav would like, 
and Cav will sort of like reach out with both the Cav's hands and the awkward same like handshake motion Cav had previously done to Vestrano. <laughs> Barrowin will will kind of stop Cav from doing something weird. <laughs> uh, when Barrowin cracks like Cav's like posture, like lo- makes Cav lower one of Cav's hands, Cav does like shake her hand normally. Uh, yeah, Barrowin stands up and like walks over to do a proper just handshake. A regular person handshake. Pause shake. Well then, as uh, Cav's first duties as first mate board the sky is on fire. Cav has um, two things, two more to discuss. The first, now that Barrowin has a position open for a new apprentice, Cav thought Rebo would make an excellent candidate. Uh, Rebo actually asked me to be um, put on the payroll, as it were. Really? Yep. That is convenient. Rebo will be a great asset around here. Yeah, I think so. He's uh, He's got a little bit to learn, but he's a good kid. And Rebo is a good pilot, from what Cav has noticed. Yeah. He knows how to handle a uh, flight yoke. Perhaps it would be best, then, to employ Rebo as a Barrowin's co-pilot. Cav has many responsibilities already, and um, could could use one fewer. Cav, if um, if you still want to learn how to fly, I want to make sure that you can learn how to fly. Cav would like to learn how to fly, but Cav is also beginning to realize that Cav does have talents. They're just not where Cav had hoped they would be. Hmm. That's a sobering realization. Cav is growing up. The other matter, um, can Cav borrow Barrowin's blaster? Can you what now? Can Cav borrow Barrowin's blaster? Cav will not leave Barrowin defenseless. Cav pulls out of the, like, out of one of like, the cargo pockets underneath the dress, uh, the chrome blaster, heavy blaster pistol that Cav has been sporting very happily up at this point. No, no, I don't need that thing just here um baron will hand cav her uh model 80 i don't think i'm gonna need it for at least a little while so just why doesn't barrowin still hold on to this for the moment it may be a day or two cav needs to cav needs to do a little shopping it kind of clashes with my coat (laughs) chrome doesn't clash with anything chrome chrome clashes with everything (laughs) Barrowin has a fashion style? Cav, I understand that you might not quite understand this yet, but it's subtle. Like you said, you're growing up, but you're not quite grown up, so one day you'll understand. Okay, if this blaster does not work with Barrowin's ensemble, Cav has others now. Cav, I don't need a gun. Very well. The scan will ensure that Barrowin's blaster pistols return to Barrowin as soon as possible. Thanks. And Cav does, like, take the Model 80 very carefully from you. Cav doesn't even note to, like, check, make sure the safety's on. Yeah, Cav is going to notice at a certain point that it's been um, mildly modified, <laughs> but not in a very, like, you might say in sort of a jury-rigged sort of way. Yeah. Cav's not that bothered by that sort of um, tinkering even if what Cav's going to do is a little bit more precise to it. Cav has some business with uh, with Billy next. Um, 
Cav will be aboard the ship for another hour or so if Barrowin needs Cav in the meantime. I'll be going out myself for a little while at some point. And scene. Okay, so Cav's going to go to Billy. Yeah, Cav will go in and drop off the, the blaster pistols and retrieve Cav's data pad as Cav and K1 uh, walk, uh, walk down trying to find Billy. Uh, where would Billy be aboard the ship? You, would you guys have insisted that she has her own room? Um, Not unless Billy wanted it. I think we would have offered Billy one. You know what? Actually, you know, Verin would have insisted that she had her yeah. own room. So she'll have her own room. And it's just, it's just a room with a bunk and a table, and she'll just be sitting. I'm guessing they all have like those same little built-in desk kind of things. They fold up or fold down, whatever. She'll be sitting at the desk with the sabak cards on the table. So Cav will, uh, for some reason, while it doesn't work on the cabin's quarters, the chime works on your door, and Cav will go in and hit that because nobody uses it. Billy will reach one of her ridiculously long arms over and just press the door open button. Uh, K1 goes ahead and immediately flies inside, and uh, she greets Billy warmly, you know, Greetings, Steeler, Billy. And then uh, Cav takes a step inside. Is Billy busy? Cav asks. Billy will kind of shuffle the card shoes dealing with, you know, back together and pop them in the little arm compartment she has. I was just taking some moments to think, but no. How can I help you? Well, Cav was actually hoping to help Billy, but Cav has some questions of a more personal nature. Would Billy mind if Cav sat? Billy will twist on the little stool and gesture to the bed. Cav sits down, kind of brings up something on the data pad. Cav has a series of questions that will help Cav to uh, determine what's what Billy looks for in a counterpart. So, what sort of protocols does Billy's ideal counterpart have? I beg pardon. A, a counterpart. Most droids have a counterpart. A partner. A companion. Do most droids have a counterpart? Often, yes. And Cab noticed that that uh, Billy was missing. Uh, was missing Billy's, and Cab was hoping to help. It is not a matter to which I have given much thought. And to be truthful, much thought should be interpreted as any thought. Oh, forgive me, Betor Cab. I I was unaware of this protocol. Well, that is what Cab is here for. She's she's staring at you, you know, sitting in that that perfectly upright position, her hands folded in her lap, just staring at you like, no idea what you're talking about. If Billy needs some time to consider it, Cav can can hold off, or Cav could take a stab at it and see if, based on what Cav knows, Cav can build Billy a proper counterpart. So K1 certainly knows, and Cav, given her experience, is aware that there are, like, there's just teeny tiny flickers at the, at the edge of her, like, little mouth diodes. Like, the, the, the false start conversation, like, the, I see my, um, and, and she sighs. I would recommend that you apply yourself 
elsewhere where it is more needed for now, Betor Cav. Perhaps we may have this conversation at a later date. The scan apologizes. The scan did not mean to offend Billy. No apologies necessary, no offense taken. This is merely a new concept that I must process. Well, why doesn't Billy borrow this for now? Cavill pass Billy the data pad, and there are uh, five questions written on it. That way Billy can study these questions and consider. The offer stands, Billy. Thank you for your consideration. And Cav goes in, stands up, and walks out. But K1's kind of lingering. Cav does mean well, but Cav often has a way of crossing lines. She says. We are all learning about ourselves and about one another. That we are. On a side note, um, K1's in good health, functioning properly and all that fun yeah. stuff. She hasn't been hurt or anything of that Just, nature. Okay. Okay. I'm glad to see you are well and have have thus far survived our incidents unscathed, K1. It is good to have company. I am too. Although, truth be told, that's been worrying me. Which part? The fighting. It is its own adjustment. And yet not everybody adjusts. I mean, look at Vern. Or maybe he adjusted too well. Billy, will you do me a favor? If if I'm gone for any reason, will you look after Cav? Cav needs a lot of looking after. I shall endeavor to do my best to tend to all of her. I believe Cav would call us family at this point. Yes, as far as Cav is concerned, all of us are. K1? Yes, Billy? You are wise to consider things such as this. But no, you are not alone. And then, actually, as she says that, so as as she is... Somebody roll... Can we roll a d20 in chat? Exclamation mark, poly, space, roll d20. I have a real d20 in front of me, if you need one. <laughs> oh, okay. Britt, will you roll me a d20? 17. Okay, so... Um, she, she doesn't know what to say at this point, so she's just kind of awkwardly, like, sitting there. And so she reaches into her little card pouch and flicks out very deftly a card and twists it so that, um, K1 can see. It's the star. It doesn't really mean anything specific. She, like, Billy hasn't figured what she's doing out yet, but... So she, she flips it so you can look at it, flips it back... May the stars guide us. And does her her sad little head tilt shrug thing. And the mists as well. And K1 will go ahead and depart. Mists? Yeah. Gand religion. For everything else, uh, she's technically still a Gand. There's sort of two parallel scenes that I'm wanting to do at the same time. One is Barrowin doing shopping. The other one is Moltdrutzt coming to the ship. So there is the Redskin Devorian pressing the uh, ramp chime for the sky on fire. Standing there in his resplendent robes and 
looking as regally as looking as regal he can. Uh, okay, we'll um open the ramp. Permission to come aboard. Of course, welcome, welcome, um, Malt. Right? Yes, it is. I am here about the. Is a uh, Vestrano with him? I wasn't sure if Vestrano had left. If Vestrano had left, then yes. Yeah, I think Vestrano probably did because I don't think Cav would have left Vestrano's side until he did depart to do then those other scenes. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I, I had gone back to report that I had checked out the goods. Yes. The great Thakba has decided to take the gand known as Kev up on their offer to build a protocol droid for my master. Okay, I will tell Kev. Did you also want to pick up your spice? Yes. My employee here has said that the quality of spices well within our acceptable ranges, and the two Nikto that I brought with me shall be more than enough to take it from your cargo hold. If um Billy and or Cav are actually around at the ship right now, I'll summon both of them um to Cav to figure out this droid thing, and Billy probably to like kind of keep an eye on the Nikto as they... Yeah, Billy... Billy would be around. Take the cargo. As would Cav, because Cav has been expecting this uh, the summons. And um, once everything is kind of dealt with, Barrowin will probably look for an opportunity to uh, leave. All right. One question that that Molt is asking. Yeah, the one thing that Molt is asking Cav, getting us this droid, if you leave this planet, is not going to be as easy as finding a courier for us. Now... Uh, what is the time at which we can expect the delivery of this droid? The crew has some business to conduct on this planet first. Cav can have Thakba's protocol droid to Thakba within two weeks' time. Thank you. And we shall be looking forward to the delivery of these droid. Now, Cav will require an upfront payment in order to afford the parts for this droid. How much does Kev require in upfront fees? Uh, while you're doing that, math, when you said two weeks, uh, Vastrano's eyes just got very wide. Kev feels that the, the usual agreed-upon amount of half upfront, half after the job is complete, would be most appropriate here. In terms of parts, and as a significant part of Cav's 5,000 credit fee, that will be, uh, Cav will require 3,625 credits. And then we'll require the same upon completion of the work. We shall have the funds transferred as soon as we are back at the villa. We look forward to having your droid in our employ. And Cav just sort of like smiles awkwardly. And uh, Vastrano, actually probably everybody has heard K1 and Cav speak a little bit again to one another before. And K1 like clicks and buzzes something at Cav and Cav kind of like waves her off. With that, Molt will give a little bit of a head bow and then head down the ramp, followed by the two Nikto carrying the four crates. I will look at Cav, sort of give a very 
as subtle as possible, like goodbye wave, and then follow them. Cav like watches Vastrano leave and kind of lifts up a three fingered hand and kind of waves weakly. Vastrano, could we borrow you for a moment? Vastrano will look at the molt as if asking permission without saying a word. And Molt would, like, Molt's pretty much got, like, fingers laced in front of him, cuffs going pretty much, like, halfway up his hands, and then just turns his head slightly to the side and nods, and then continues on. It barely looks like his feet move, it almost looks like he just hovers. That's kind of weird, but... Well, like, the robe that he's wearing goes all the way down to the ground. Betor Vastrano... If I might be so impertinent as to request your services, some of the crew are not as well as they could be, and it would probably be wise for us to take advantage of your abilities. Vistrano will nod and follow with his eyes down the ramp to make sure that Molt is very much out of earshot. Mm-hmm. And turn back. Absolutely. You didn't say before that you were injured. Well, I have been mended. To some extent, I don't know, but... Well, I mean, not not you, obviously. You're... you know. I, I do know. Of course you know. Now, I do not right. know the extent of the damage, but if you did notice, Berwin is rather gingerly using her right arm. There was an incident involving a, a vibroax. It was quite unfortunate. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I had took the... The way you held your arm should just be a, you know, physical infirmary or something. Infirmity or something, you know. I mean, you could say that. It's just a recent one. All right. Well, I can take a look at it. And Billy will gesture them, you know, further into the ship. And then close the... Do you have a a proper uh, area in your ship to to do such things? Or even just a... A clean. Vastrano can use Cav's workshop. That's going to be tidy. Oh, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't use Cav's workshop. What? Cav probably it. just in here in the galley is best. All right then. Uh, Cav has a new couch. Take a seat. Yeah, as you're sitting down to do that, Rebo would be showing up with the uh, med kit that and like goes into a cupboard, pulls out the med kit, brings it up to the Dejaric table, as. It seems that this is a place where patching up of wounds is going to happen here. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you. This is Vrebo. Vrebo. Hi. Betor Vrebo has recently joined our ship as... What what is the proper title? Navigator. As Navigator. A A noble occupation. Thank you. And he'll take up position pretty much hiding behind Billy. (laughs) <laughs> Billy's just standing there like she do alright I, I will Vastrana will proceed to check out Barrowin's wounds Barrowin um, only has three wounds out of uh, her 15 so it's not too bad um, and then a uh, you know, and then a lingering critical injury which is also not too bad but uh, her her wrist probably looks you know, noticeably mangled. Mangled is probably a little strong for the amount of damage she actually took, but uh, definitely like it's. Well, there is that lingering crit. Yeah, it was slightly dazed though, so it's you know, 
it's not like it's uh hanging hanging off at the joint but it's you can probably clearly see where the where the blade cut into the flesh a bit and it was maybe just sort of hastily bandaged to keep it from being infected or whatever but um it's it's a bandage and then there's like duct tape and then some some the minor burns hey hey cav hey, isn't completely a complete idiot when it comes to medicine all right i, I start pulling off some of this haphazard uh attempt at, at patching him up and as, as i am as, as vistrano is in sort of doctor mode at this point he is trying to keep a straight face however there are a few moments where oh this all right um yes this looks bad i mean not bad just i'm sorry it looks painful yeah it hurt is barwin's arm gonna fall off no of course not Kev. oh she wanted to build barwin a new hand oh well it's really up to the patient whether or not. Perhaps I should get a little bit of of, of space, just a little bit of of what S- space around me to what space. Yes, everyone. This isn't this isn't a show. <laughs> <laughs> Billy is standing at a polite distance. This is directly to Cav. Well, C- Cav got shot too. Cav didn't know if Cav was being looked at. All right. For um, mechanics purposes, I the med kit enables me to actually do medicine not in a lab or does it actually change the count in some capacity in several cases if you don't have the proper tools for the job is a vastly increased difficulty all right so in this case it allows you to do it but also get a boost for doing it so you get a blue die all right so So, medicine i'm presuming yeah it would be a medicine (laughs) check the difficulty would be one purple and you would get one boost and that's sorry that's b Yep. That was the one that was that kind of. Alright. Yay. <laughs> Doing five wound. Well, actually, I don't remember. I think you've got Surgeon as well, but. Yes, I do. Yeah, regardless, Bear was in the which case. Three, so she is, she is fully healed um, from the roll by itself. What about the crit? How does that work? That's a separate roll. Oh, okay. Or technically, if a triumph had right. rolled. So but. Surgeon just heals additional wounds. Mm-hmm. For, it doesn't yeah. mean all right yeah um Sorry, we've, we've never had a healer on this show before <laughs> yeah surgeon gets an extra one i was wanting to point out that so you've got one rank of surgeon or two i have two ranks of surgeon okay so you have succeeded so there's a base one of healing plus two for surgeon plus four successes gets a grand total of seven healed Yay, I feel very better. Of which three is, yeah, of which only three is actually applied because you don't give temporary hit points yet. Alright, so I have to make a separate check to help with the critical. Heal the critical wound. Yep, and it's an average uh, severity, so it's two purples. Uh, So that's uh, three successes and two advantage. Alright, so you have successfully healed Barrowin. Yeah, Berwin is all better. 100%. Okay, so did Berwin have any strain? I mean, if it took us a day to get here, she would have slept it all off. She only had a few. Yeah, good point. All right, so in that case... Yeah, that's Berwin is clean at this point. Yeah. I was just looking at, hey, look, we've got two advantage kicking around. No No, no help. Who's the roll to fix Cav? Okay, yeah. Feeling really good off of bandaging up Berwin 
and thus... Back to doing what you wanted to do with your life. Uh, do you point out that Cav also needs assistance? Or does Cav just go plunk themselves in the I, chair? I think Cav actually declared before Cav left, well, Cav <laughs> you got shot. You said you needed space, Cav and Cav's Cav like, well, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Cav got shot, but Cav will wait in the hallway. Uh, Cav, did you want me to, to take a look? Only if Vastrano isn't busy, and, and then also Cav was hoping that this cool blaster shot would, like, leave a cool scar or something? Well, I can try, but you, I mean, you know your own physicality. It, yeah, I, I could try. <laughs> And then the scar will just, like, fall off. Exactly. <laughs> will be disappointed. <laughs> That's why I sort of gave Cab a, a non-committal answer on that one. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't bother Cav because Cav knows it will eventually go away. But I think Cav is doing it simply because that's, like, that's what the action heroes do. That's what you're supposed to do. So Cav is in a very similar uh, state. Uh, Cav has three wounds. And Cav has uh, not an average crit, but an easy crit. A discouraging wound. All right, so the same initial first roll? Yep. With a purple? With one purple and one boost. And I have three successes. With, oh, and now two advantages. I think that maybe I am able to give you a a, a gruesome-looking scar. <laughs> <laughs> you scrape a little more it. than is actually necessary from the wound to clean it. I, I, I sort of set the, the plates together back a little a little offset. Cav's gonna look so cool. I look I look down at this work and feel not happy about it. <laughs> Pat you on the shoulder and say, There there you go. And then uh the easy crit. And I have five Oh my five successes. <laughs> what did you do to advantage. me? And for the listeners' benefit, what did you just roll? I have five successes and advantage, and that's a that's a triumph, right? That's what that symbol is? Yep, that is a triumph. Your first one, I think, right? Yes. <laughs> um, well, I am feeling very awkward about leaving you with a with a scar because I, I take great pride in in being the best doctor that I can be. So I, I take a lot of extra care to ensure that the the very critical part of the wounds are 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 perfect. Okay, so. Anyone with an idea of what to do with the triumph? Yeah, triumphs on medical checks are, are usually difficult. Usually I'll roll them into something, but there's no more crits or wounds to heal. Yeah. Yeah, like this was the last one, so I'm figuring like either Cav is feeling really amazing going into the Cav's next roll or Cav's next thing. Which would be very helpful given what Cav needs to try to do next. Cav is, like, super freaking inspired. Got a cool scar, got a mission, gonna earn some credits, got the new the new old friend. <laughs> Cav is walking on air. I think that because I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about how Cav is stuck on the on planet side for, for two weeks to do this thing, as I'm working, I try to make sure that I give them, you know, a good pep talk about how... How talented I know that they are, and how healthy and good that they look now, and that I'm sure that they will really make a very excellent uh, protocol droid for the illustrious uh, Thakba. Cav knows, but Cav, Cav appreciates Fastrano saying all of this. And if Cav is going to be, well, actually, Cav will probably be busy in a workshop for most of the two weeks, but maybe 
Cav can still visit Pastrana during this time. It occurs to Cav that the crew could make good use of a doctor. Well, you know, I don't I don't actually know of any on 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 this particular planet, but I I know that if you put out the call, I mean doctors are I mean, well they're probably hard to come by right now with the troubles in the you know, I, I actually I don't know um of any that are looking for work right now. I'm very sorry. The Pastrano. Cav was referring to Pastrano. That was not lost on me. I I just didn't want to be I I you know, I can't really I I currently have a job and I I mean as much as I would love to spend more time with you, I you know, I'm beholden to my current position. Why? Vastrano looks up and sees it and and to evaluate whether or not everyone else is still in the room. And Barrowin's still in the room. Everyone's still in the room. Rebo's watching the whole thing tossing peas into his mouth. No, Rebo like, is pretty much like hiding behind Billy at this point as uh, Vastrano is looking around, pointedly taking his star-like eyes, or gouchy-like eyes, and looking up at the ceiling, whistling out of his long snout. So he, he's the only one pretending to be even remotely nonchalant. <laughs> uh, Vastrano will look back at Cove and sigh deeply. Vastrano is not happy here. Cove, I really appreciate that you... I Maybe at some point while you're working on things, I'll, I'll nip away and uh, come visit you at your workshop, all right? We'll have a chat. Cav can't narrow Cav's eyes. But if Cav could. Cav does sort of like stare down at Vastrano. Basically that is conveyed by the fact that Cav is silent for several seconds. And then Cav says, okay. okay. Thank you. Uh, well then, if uh, if none of the other biological uh, people on this, this vessel require assistance, I, uh, I should probably make my way. It would likely be safer if you had accompaniment. Shall I walk you back? That wasn't really an option. That she's gonna walk you back one way or the other. <laughs> I think I think that's a good idea, Billy. I'm with Billy. On on the walking on the Billy walking you back thing. I'm not going. Vistrano looks up. How tall is Vistrano? I don't think we covered that. Five eleven. Okay, so up and then up a little bit more. Everybody's so tall. <laughs> Cav is tiny. Alright then, that would be agreeable. Thank you. Thank you, I think. Once the two of them step out, our camera kind of lingers a bit on Cav and Barrowin. Cav looks over at Barrowin and uh, a voice. Perhaps the crew could adopt another wayward soul. Everybody wants to adopt everybody. Well, the crew helps people. There's a difference between adopting Vistrano and abducting Vistrano. You know that? <laughs> it's a fine line. <laughs> well, can the crew do to Vistrano what the crew did to Rebo? To which Rebo would be smiling and nodding. Cav <laughs> <laughs> isn't certain of the distinction. Cav suspects it has to do with the number of stun shots employed. Cav, <laughs> uh, um, you know that means. Angering a hut that we just got a lot of credits from. 
Probably. Probably. So? Ah, uh, you're probably right. Fine. Signal Billy to just keep an eye out for anything amiss. I think something... There's something we don't know. Very well. So then... Cav should continue with, um... Cav's other job. If you want. It might give us an opportunity to, uh... Get more of a lay of the land. Very well. Just a thought, Britt. Um, since Billy is kind of a neutral being, you could try to explain to Billy to let Cav down. Like, to get Cav off your back. Oh. That's true. It would be reasonable to assume that the droid and the crew isn't um, necessarily going to be hung up on emotional concerns in the same way. Is it also fair for me to assume that the droid is the property of either Kav or somebody else in the ship? Um, in a lot of cases, yeah. In a, a lot of cases, that would be true. So it, it wouldn't be off base to suspect that. I would maybe say from your from your interactions, you would probably assume Barrowin. Yeah, that's true. You've probably mostly seen Barrowin give people orders. Um, so I imagine, you know, that would be... In, Kav, in Kav's case, it's clearly a, an employer-employee sort of situation, but in Billy's case, it would be pretty fair to assume that Barrowin owns Billy. Also, when you were introduced to the party, uh, Billy was looming directly behind Barrowin. Yeah, there are such things as emancipated droids that are, you know, their own individuals and so forth, but they are a lot more rare than the alternative. Billy is 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 a great, great silent walker. So she's she's going to let you be awkward because you've proven to be very good at it. Vestrano will be silent for, I don't know, the first couple of minutes. How long have you and your uh, master been working with Cov? My master and I joined the Sky on Fire's crew informally seven months ago. That's excellent. It, it really warms my heart to see them thriving. I think that you probably are a very good environment for them. Barrowin keeps the ship quite functional. Yes, the ship looks looks in in reasonable condition. Are you all um how long have you been have been spice trading? This is a new endeavor. Um it it came out of Barrowin's hunt. Well, Cav's hunt. The hunt for Doba, uh it was not intentional. I believe it is what would be referred to as a pleasant surprise. So this is not something that you and Cav are undertaking on the regular? Oh, no. Uh, I am I am not a bounty hunter, nor am I directly related to the process. Or a smuggler. I'm here for support. That is a relief. I, You know, Cav is a very delicate being, and I would I would really hate for them to get embroiled in such a, a life. I think that it's probably really for the best if, you know, once you finish the, the droid task to, uh, you know, be on your way. <laughs> I do not know whether or not you have noticed, but I dare say Cav would like you to join us in a more permanent fashion. Bastrano looks at Billy... I shall take that under advisement. If you will allow me to beg my forgiveness, but Betor Vestrano, why do you stay with the hut? It is quite clear that this is not of your own free will. I have seen circumstances before. I, I assure you, it's Billy, correct? 
Yes, thank you. I assure you, Billy, the situation, while not of my doing, is absolutely of my own free will. And I've said too much, so I'm going to... You know what? Um, I don't... I know these streets really well. I can probably make my way back. Can I charm? Oh. think they'll be up against discipline. It's probably really gross for you. Yes, please try to go against my discipline. Which is? One green. Yes. So one <laughs> It'll <purple>. be one purple. <laughs> okay. As we do an opposed check. I'm not being scary and I'm not making anything. Okay, so none of my magical powers do anything yet. <laughs> or already, do they? Just checking. I already had an <laughs> idea. Do they? I, I could roll for fearsome and make her scared well, of me. Right now you're using the carrot. Next you'll use the stick. <laughs> And by stick, I mean my fist! And my other fist! Because as we've learned previously, you can dual wield fists. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> smiling and batting digital eyelashes. <laughs> Billy is, like, super accessible and friendly and open and listening. Um, and is functioning kind of like, kind of, kind of like a, um, a, 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 a conversation sink. So just like, like you know how you you talk, and then you stop talking, but then the other person doesn't talk. Yes. So you start talking again. Vestrano <laughs> was probably very familiar with this. <laughs> so, uh, if you want me to make the roll, I shall prepare. All right. It's not ideal, but you know what? There are two on the board. Oh. <laughs> I really want you to like me, darn it. <laughs> All right, let's see how badly the dice fail me. Uh, threat. Ha! So. You succeeded! Yeah, yeah, I succeeded. Whoa. Success with the triumphs. All right, so for the audience. So I flipped the point because I really wanted this to succeed and I don't trust my dice. I rolled up a yellow, a green, and a red on accident. So now it's a, re- a yellow, a green, and a purple, which ends up being... A um, triumph, an advantage, and because I got the triumph, a success. Right? Uh, you actually lose that, right? the advantage because of the purple. The purple came up uh, threat. Oh, but that, yeah. So a tr- an uncancelled triumph. Vastrona will stop walking and turn to face Billy. Billy will likewise stop walking. You is Kov unhappy? Do you think? I'm still learning much about Cav's ways, but as long as things are moving forward and and active, Cav seems contented, although leaving you behind might change that. Mistarno closes his eyes and sighs. I... Cav has been very kind to me. I never wanted him, them, to see this. I sort of... All right. I, uh... I need to go talk to some people. Your master, Berowin, is he of a like mind in terms of needing an additional uh, member of your ship? Berowin is the captain, not my master. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I I just assumed. As well you would. It is not an uncommon circumstance. Uh, but we could certainly use someone of your skill. I will... I, I, th- all right. I think, Cav. All right, I need to talk to some people. Shall I accompany you? I I can be 
Very persuasive. There's a little twinkle. Ting. Mistrano almost smirks. <laughs> yes, I think that would be quite agreeable, actually. All right, then. Then by all means, please. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at the Hydean Way, and I'm at Deuterium Ice. You can find me, Christine, on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one two T H Night with a K. You can find me, Brandon, on Twitter at Blue of the Kin. I am Leslie at Leslie GS, and I'm Britt at Atomic Firebird, which is a super cool name. We are all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at thehydeanway.com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash way, Or donate a coffee to us at ko-fi.com slash thehydeanway. Barrowin will, will kind of stop Cav from doing something weird. You know, hold out a hold out a, a paw. And... <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> well, what did you know. say? You may want to stop it. I think it's reading a book or something. <laughs> I was reading the Wikipedia article. It was telling me about uh, uh, a world record roping. breaking, um, <laughs> like the the, the record Handshake. for jump roping. Um, oh my god! That was, that was I don't know what I said that it interpreted. That As so you can tell, Brit, we're we are professionals. Uh, How did that come? Consummate that sentence. Consummate. One hundred fifty-one thousand four hundred nine. Though that's pretty impressive. Like that's a lot of jump roping. <laughs>